Hey everyone, Rico here. Big news coming out of Jump Festa, new Overwatch balance patch, big shakeup in the DC universe, and the sports world gets messy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, I'm joined by the man with the plan, Mr. Class President himself, the Senpai guy. What is up, Marcus? <laughs> that was good. I like how you said the messy, like I'll be chuckling. And then obviously the shout out. But no, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Uh tough week, tough week. Uh, you know, life gets in the way, personal things happen, and uh, like I know, it, it, I feel I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, man. Jesus, it's getting kind of morbid, but no, um, I did unfortunately have you know s someone very very dear to me uh, pass away, so I was dealing with that. I know that's why we didn't have a discussion last week because it actually happened last uh, uh, weekend where everything kind of just went down and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it was rough, you know, but still getting through it, gonna get through it, gonna move forward, and uh, you know, but. Like always, I do enjoy uh, our podcast time, and I do enjoy our news and our discussions and stuff like that. So obviously, it's something I couldn't get away from. Um, but I'm glad it's here. I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm, I'm, it's always uh, fun, you know. It's always a good time to just talk and recap on what we're doing, and obviously look forward to what, what's coming up. So with that, again, thank you for another week, and I'm grateful. Just want to point that out that I'm grateful for a lot of things. So uh, yeah, again, it was it was just a trip. So, but nonetheless. Um, thank you everybody for listening again. Thank you everybody for being there. And you know, I'm just, I just feel real grateful right now. So I just want to appreciate, let you all know how much I appreciate everything and everything that is done. So, uh, thank you. But uh, with that, Rico, uh, go ahead, man. How, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. And I, uh, I also really look forward to our talks here because honestly, like a lot of the, a lot of this stuff is things that we talk to like in our off time anyway. So, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to like be able to put our thoughts together and, it's it's cool, you know. I remember when we first started out, it was like, uh, do we think people actually care about this kind of stuff? And it's like, well, there's only one way to find out. Uh, if uh, and uh, you know, there's fan bases for all these kinds of things, whether it's DC, uh, whether it's uh, you know the anime stuff, sports, uh, all these kinds of things. Uh, so it's nice to have people like you know whoever you are, listeners like that. Uh, that click and even you know if it's just for a few minutes or if you listen through the whole show it's it, it's awesome and it's cool to like see like wow people actually listen to this stuff uh you know just conversations between two friends about you know oh did you hear about this did you hear about that did you hear about this what do you think uh and you know obviously both like we're we're into a lot of the same things but also some different things uh and there's some things i know about that you don't and some things you know about that i don't really as much so um it's just fun conversation uh for for me all the time too and I, i'm also just uh glad to be here yeah absolutely and uh obviously uh from the intro one of the things i hinted at was uh the world cup and uh just want to give a big shout out to leo messi and argentina on capturing that elusive world cup victory i know argentina has gotten it in the past but i think it eluded messi for a while now and he finally yeah. got it yeah, he, I think this is his, what was it, fifth World Cup, if I'm not mistaken, because he has 37, I'm pretty sure. And um, did, you get, did, you, did you get to catch the game by any chance? I didn't, but I kept hear, I kept seeing on Twitter, like, people, I saw some clips and stuff, and I saw some people just saying, like, dude, this has been, oh, bro. like, one of the best World Cups, like, in a long time. Bro, and, it was and, insane. Insane. And I'm sorry, I cut you off, but no, it was... Uh, I did catch the second half. I woke up early and I said, "Oh, the World Cup's on, right?" Because my cousin had put on the, on the on our our cousin chat. And he's just like, "This 
game is crazy. And I said, what happened? Um, so I got up and put it on, and I saw that the score was 2-0. And then right there at the end, dude, I, I started watching the second half, and then Mbappé, dude, just scores one, scores two, right after the other. I was just like, oh, my God, it became 2-2. And then it went to overtime. Overtime was crazy. I was like, oh, my God. I was yelling at the TV and just kind of like, freaking out about what was going on because it was just so good man um messi had the the, to make it three two messi scored off this off this chance ball and then after that it goes and they give mbappe a a penalty kick because it hit somebody's elbow and i was like oh my god dude and i was like there's no way like this is supposed to be argentina's this is argentina's win like what's france doing what's mbappe doing he makes his uh, penalty shot for a hat trick oh dude i said this is insane as it scores three three and then it goes to penalty kicks and dude like the psychological game, the goalie was playing. Oh man, it was just, it was good, man. It was, it was so much fun. That's because I already got the second half. I didn't get, I missed. It was De Maria and uh, Messi, Lionel Messi's uh, first two goals that I missed, man. And it was just, oh, I, it was just intense. I was yelling at the team the whole time, but it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoyed the World Cup. I saw most of the games. Um, I did see most of the upsets also, but I didn't miss, you know, about half, maybe a little less than half, but, uh, it was a lot of fun overall, man. Great, great world cup. Yeah. That's all I keep hearing. And every year I tell my, I term, I tell myself like, okay, I'm going to start watching football again. I'm going to start, I'm going to, you know, get into a little bit of a soccer football. Uh, and it just doesn't, it, it, I, I started, but then I just don't follow through mm. and, I feel bad because I feel like this was a big one that I missed. Um, but uh, I've been, I've been, I followed it on Twitter, though, uh, here and there and saw some of the plays and, and stuff like that. And uh, Messi celebrating. Uh, there was also a, a clip that went viral of, like, this announcer. I guess that's uh, from Argentina or something, like, watching, like, and his reaction as the team, like, won. Um, so that, that was real big. And then was, of course, with, uh, Messi kind of getting this, uh, world cup victory. Now, you know, all the talks about like, is he the goat and like, you know, because in, in soccer, it feels like there's so many people that, uh, that, you know, people talk about, I guess probably I know for sure it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pele and, Pele. Um, and, I, I'm familiar with Pele. I don't know the other one you were talking about earlier. Um, Maradona. Yeah, those two. I know people talk about those two all the time. And then I guess uh, for sh- I feel like this has to probably lock up Messi for like modern day, like go right. I mean, and and that's one I, of the I, w- I would think. Yeah, I would. Yeah, think. and that's one of the conversations a lot of people have, right? Is it Cristiano or Messi? Cristiano, Messi. and they've always been just intertwined with each other. And it's always well, you know, what are you looking for in a player? I guess ultimately, what it is, they're both game changers. And stat-wise, Cristiano does have more goals by, I, I want to say it was quite by, by quite a bit. But nonetheless, uh, Messi's in the top three of the greatest all-time goals. You know what I mean? It's Cristiano, Pele, and then Messi. And then, but assist, Messi, uh, Messi, obviously, if you have the most assists ever, and he has it by quite a margin, then A, you're a playmaker, you're a scorer, you're obviously a force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, pick your poison. But in this case, Messi does have the World Cup. He does have accolades. And so does Cristiano. But, you know, I know this is the big, big one that a lot of people strive for. You know what I mean? In terms of just a career, right? Because it only happens every four years as compared to club championship, Euro leagues and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's, it, he's up there, man, for sure. Yeah, 
this is the world. Like it's not just those, the, you know, those smaller leagues. Does uh, Cristiano have one? No, he does not have a World Cup. Oh yeah, that's, that's going to be big. And which was super weird. Uh, like this World Cup, and I kind of mentioned earlier. Um, Messi is is like almost like a god, and Argentina, Latin America has always been just amazing with their um, with their soccer. And Argentina, Brazil, you know, the t- kind of the top two ones out there and stuff like that. And then you know, they Messi was just like he shined, he played, he was you know it, and you know his his teammates surrounded him. All these young guys went and they wanted to you know play for him. And then you have Portugal and Cristiano, where he was you know sh- not he was benched, he was. Played late, he was subbed in, didn't really get to do much, and he just didn't play. And people were saying, "Oh, you know, washed up, and uh, you know that it's over. You know, it's somebody else's time to shine." And I'm just kind of like, "Dang!" As a matter, of, I think Cristiano was 37, and then Messi was 34. I think that's the correct one, uh, you know, off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, like it was strange, real strange, uh, to kind of see the progression in which both of the careers have come to this point. And you know, obviously they're getting older in age, so you got to pass the torch at some time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what a what a difference! Like now, I, I did read like some stuff about Cristiano getting benched and stuff like that, uh, and I, you know, a lot of people had their opinions about that and and what it's gonna what it's gonna mean for like his legacy and then what happens if Messi wins was like some of the talk that I hear. And I mean, like he did it, so uh, I mean, it, it's I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of debate over the next uh, probably few weeks and stuff back and forth between those two. But I mean, you gotta you gotta give it to Messi, man. It's it was his day. It was his night. Yeah, no, man. Congrats, congratulations to Lionel. It was an amazing game, and I was so happy to see. And there's a real cool picture that started surfacing online where it was um, Di Maria uh, when they were younger. Uh, Messi was jumped on him, and he hugged, and he's smiling right with a smile. And then and then. And when they when they won the same exact picture, Messi jumps up, starts hugging him, and then he's just smiling again. Very similar pose, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude!" It's like a 20 year gap between each picture, and, and obviously, just crazy, crazy. It was awesome. It was great to see, man. I can't wait for the next one, the Olympics, and then the World Cup. Every you know, it's always, it's always, it's always fun to see, dude. Best of the best. Oh yeah. So uh, we're gonna do things a little bit different order this week. Uh, we're going to start with TV movies, then gaming, and then anime, since anime was like packed full of news uh, coming out of Jump Festa. But uh, we're going to start off with DC. A lot of big shakeups in the DC uh, universe uh, coming from last week, now again uh, jumping into this week. Uh, we started off the week with a rumor that uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are exploring the possibility of bringing Robert Pattinson's Batman into the wider DC universe. Now, a little bit after that, James Gunn actually came out and refuted the claim and said, no, there's no merit whatsoever to this rumor. We're not uh, looking at this. Like, these journalists need to, like, uh, like uh, fact-check their stuff. But I thought it was interesting that... Uh, I think you had mentioned last week, like, well, what does this mean for, like, Robert Pattinson's Batman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's this rumor going around. It's quickly refuted. Is it? it did he refute it because uh, this was supposed to be a surprise? Did he refute it because it's not true? Uh, because like this, I feel like him showing up in the DC universe in any capacity, or just them hinting at him or whatever, like would be like nice. Would be really yeah. cool. So. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I just, uh, that, that really caught my eye. And uh, he was really quick to say, like, nah, 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 this ain't happening. Uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, that's something to just uh, keep our eyes on, I think. I mean, I would hope, you know, Robert Pattinson comes and gets another shot at, you know, the Dark Knight. But we'll see. I know James Gunn has his vision. And he obviously, he's had success, you know. And I'm sure you can get into the next bit, right, with James Gunn and what transpired. So I'll let you, I'll let you go. Go continue. Uh, the next stuff I have is uh, actually all centered around Henry, uh, Henry Cavill. Sorry. Yes. Uh, Henry Cavill uh, came, came out and said that he is no longer p- returning as Superman. Based on what I remember, I think it's because the vision that they have for the upcoming Superman, I don't know about the future, but at least the upcoming Superman work is I think they're going for a younger Clark Kent and not uh kind of what we had with uh, Henry Cavill's version of Superman. So he's he's out right now as Superman, which is kind of a big blow because he kind it, it felt like I um I think I remember reading or I remember we reported a little bit on that when he dropped out as uh, Geralt from The Witcher that there was already like some differences of opinion and uh you know just creative differences with the directors or, or the people running running that show. Um, and shortly thereafter, we found out, oh, he's coming back as Superman. And now, like, I hope, I would hope that it wasn't like, I'm trading this for this. Because, like, now this one's gone. And so is the other one. Um, the only thing is, this does open up some opportunities. I know there was, like, a huge uh, push for Henry Cavill to possibly be in House of the Dragon. Or uh, some iteration of House of the Dragon. I know they've talked about that House of the Dragon is going to be not just one storyline, but multiple storylines. Going to be more of like an anthology. Is that what you would call it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So people people have, you know, been like cheering and and hoping that we would get Henry Cavill as possibly as uh, Aegon the Conqueror. That's, honestly, I was kind of giggling because... That was one of the things I kept into mind. And a while back, you know, again, a good friend of mine, great friend of mine over in school, huge, huge um, House of Dragon, Game of Thrones. And we actually had a, a talk, like, who do you think would play Aegon, right? And, and uh, Aegon the Conqueror. And, you know, I would say, uh, we, obviously, Henry Cavill is always going to be up there and stuff. But no, but at the time, he was Geralt. He was Superman, I think. And now that he's doing some other stuff, and I know we're probably going to talk about it in a bit, Thinking, well, you know, now I'm kind of maybe it's a real possibility that he becomes Aegon, right? Because Aegon's supposed to be this massive, you know, just what? How can I say? I guess almost like a mythological type being, right? Big buff, just you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? And Henry Henry Cavill fits and checks all those boxes, right? Yeah, the the roles that we've seen him like in, in like Superman, Geralt, like you know, uh, just to name a few kind of set him up perfectly to be that character. And now that, you know, his schedule just so happens to be free, not completely, but a little bit more free, you know, maybe there'll be some talks there, uh, which I'm down for. Uh, Like you said, Aegon is like this big, larger-than-life character. Um, He is the one that's kind of just starts all of Westeros and unites, unites, turns all these kingdoms into, like, one so uh and on the back of like the largest dragon ever in uh in uh westeros history and game of thrones history so i mean i'm all for it absolutely 
for for real. I know he's you know polarizing. So uh, we did. Marcus did mention about some other things that he has going on though, which uh, Henry Cavill is officially going to star in and executive produce a live action Warhammer 40k series, which um, I believe Amazon is in talks to acquire. So, um, you know, he does have, he does still have something going, uh, just not Superman or Geralt anymore. What do you, what do you think about this Warhammer? And honestly, uh, Warhammer, it was actually kind of going back a little bit. This series always kind of just reminds me of Starcraft, Starcraft, Warcraft kind of put together, obviously a more, you know, space opera odyssey type thing going on here and stuff like that. And War, War, Warhammer 40k has that just huge, huge Dungeons and Dragons type thing in space. You know what I mean? So don't, I wouldn't be surprised is if something like this, and especially if Henry Cavill, you know, pulls all the correct strings, if this ends up like something and, you know, I might be, you know, uh, what's that word? Getting ahead of myself. I, 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 getting ahead of myself. I wouldn't call it like, you know, a hot take, right? But if it's done correctly, this could be your arcane cyberpunk esque type thing going on here for Warhammer, where it's, it, it would if it does very well, what's going to it's, it's going to propel you know Warhammer to these new heights, and at least and at least I hope it would. You know, very similar to Stranger Things and D and D, which Stranger Things did for D and D, where a huge surge of just you know wanting to play, and again with arcane and and um, cyberpunk. So I think it's amazing news. I think it's great news. Warhammer has always had this story, and this is actually one of the games I've always wanted to get into. More so the video games rather than the tabletop, just because there is there are some games that are just strategy, you know, more strategy esque type thing where you can build again, very very StarCraft, right? Um, so this is actually has a lot, so much potential, especially since Henry Cavill is a big proponent of hey the source material, the source material, right? In this case, you can probably pull from some source material and kind of roll with that. And you can actually have a fresh story. And the only thing, the only, the only thing that kind of works against that is obviously the you know the originality where like Arcane had the originality, Cyberpunk had the, had originality. So very, I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. But there is a vast amount of potential coming out of this one for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And you you hit the nail on the head when you said that like he's the proponent of that source material because that's some of the stuff that we heard uh, with his departure from The Witcher that he really wanted people that were fans and real fans to have like a, a little bit of a say so in uh, some of the things that were going on in that series. So since he's not just starring but also producing in some capacity, you would hope that he would bring that to the team, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, super excited here. Hopefully it works out. And, I mean, he's he let, let's see where this goes. For sure, man, for sure. Uh, the last thing I have about Henry Cavill is that him and uh, Gal Gadot cameos in The Flash have officially, like, been removed from the film. I guess, uh, I don't know if this is uh, for, like, long-term going forward or this has to do with uh you know him no longer being their current superman and uh wonder woman 3 also kind of getting uh the axe uh here uh which we talked a little bit about last week um so i'm not sure if this is long-term thing or if this is just like for uh the timeline that we're in right now uh but they're supposed to be out of that movie which uh i mean probably unfortunate for them hearing this after hearing that the flash has been doing so well in screenings and stuff but uh yeah they're gone from there too 
Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> obviously there's a lot of changes, right? Now it's just a matter of time to figure out for better or for worse, right? <laughs> yeah, which which we'll find out soon because James Gunn actually has said that he's super excited that they have a big slate of DC stuff ready to go and that he's like beyond thrilled. Uh, he can't, he, I think he mentioned, I think on Twitter that they're not going to share anything right now, but uh, we'll probably get stuff, some, some of those like uh, announcements really early next year. So I'm hoping January, at least first quarter, uh, January, February, March, I'm hoping uh, we get it early in the year because man, they've been going through some crazy restructuring. Uh, and I guess uh, we'll we'll know soon what their uh, hopefully they share with us what their long term plan is. Um, but jumping over out of DC, uh, we have the God of War live action series uh, has been officially ordered. We knew it was coming, but it's officially ordered and it's going to be on Amazon. What do you think of this? Amazon going for the uh, the forty k series uh, now God of War. Mm. <laughs> Again, I'm just not sure how much control Amazon actually has. I know Amazon's trying to get, not trying to, they're already in that scene, right? Where they're going to kind of combat with Netflix and Hulu and all these, you know, original programming for their, for, for Amazon Prime in this case, right? Which again, it's by all means, again, you know, competition is always great, you know, but I know when it comes, I guess what rings of power what comes to mind, right? I know had a lot of flag when Amazon got a hold of it and you're dealing with this big, big property. But when you're given the freedom and to the to the directors and the people who are running it, there should be a lot of success. That's why I'm kind of curious as to how much Amazon is going to be, you know, behind them with the whip and just kind of seeing, you know, oh, do this and don't do that. Because again, they do have they, they did pick up God of War also. And that's a huge one too. You know, where Last of Us is over at HBO, God of War is going to be with Amazon. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll see. But God of War is another big one. Kind of, that I would like to see more of, you know, and again, when it comes to the the script and what direction they're going in and, you know, what the focus is before I give, you know, my two cents. But, you know, a little pre- preliminary thing going on here, right? Just to kind of give people an idea. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have a uh, producer, Kelly McCormick, says that live action The Division film is on the back burner. Now, this might be some bad news to some, but for me, it's just news because I didn't even know The Division was happening as a film. So mm. I'm a huge fan of uh, The Division series. Um, played a lot of the first game, played a lot of the second game. Uh, I played a lot of them on uh, console, and then I even rebought part two on my PC. And played through that every, every every here and there. And, you know, the setting is, like, um, just a great, I, I think, lends itself to a film, like, amazingly. So, uh, even though it's on the back burner for now, just that it's happening in some capacity. And, you know, I hope they follow through and are able to, to get it going, get it back going, ramp it back up. Um, how much do you know about The Division? Nothing. <laughs> just from what i know you played it you know our boy Cordelio's playing it uh aside from what you all talked about that's about it i know it's what tom clancy right what a tom yeah. clancy uh uh property uh I'm, I'm i'm more not that much more right but i'm more familiar with his novels you know espionage and know what they revolve around but you know that's about it yeah basically the gist of it is on uh it's it starts like on a Black Friday, 
and there is like a biological attack and this biological attack kind of just like goes crazy on the world completely changes it to somewhat of like a post-apocalyptic type setting uh the first one took place in uh, new york and um did it what no was it in new york or was it the second one in new york i, I don't remember uh, exactly but it it kind of just runs the world like to that post-apocalyptic uh, like thing and they call up on these agents like these kind of like secret agents called the division mm -hmm. and they're basically like all these kinds of people from all these walks of life and they have like this special like thing that it, when it calls them they go like Tell me that doesn't remind you a little bit of like Overwatch, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they work together and they're agents and they uh, have to, you know, secure resources. They have to stop people because there's other factions. There's there's one faction called the Cleaners that think that their philosophy is that they need to burn any and all things that have been infected, possibly infected. So they walk around with flamethrowers, cooking everybody, cooking everything. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because that's their version of like we're saving the world. And then there's some, uh, there's two other factions, three other factions, I think. So it's just the, that world. So you know that lends itself perfectly to a movie. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like it, it's an awesome game, and I think it'll be an awesome movie as well. So I'm super excited. We also did get an announcement for a live action Death Stranding film. Uh, this one I'm not too I'm not too familiar with the game. I think we talked about it a little bit last week about uh, the things I know about this game are because of talking to our buddy Jed. Um, so I mean I really don't know uh, too much about this. Um, but anytime that we're gonna get like some of these properties that are gonna transition over to like other mediums like movies, shows, and stuff like that, I'm always all for them, and I hope they do well and bring more fans back to like the gaming space and stuff like that so uh, i'm all for this and hopefully not they knock it out of the park yeah i'm curious that uh i'm curious uh since norman reedus is part of the game i wonder if they'll like shoe him in for the film as well i mean it makes sense it feels like it, it feels know. like it's the easy call right but yeah just because it, it like makes too, too much sense yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah if it makes too yeah. much sense it's not gonna work you know we have this thing at work if it makes too much sense it's, it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess uh, this is just a you know a little that it's happening so uh we'll have to wait and see for more news uh, another little funny thing that I, I caught wind of is that uh, James Cameron is rumored to have handed in a nine-hour cut of Avatar 3 to Disney. Man, dude, what up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, uh, obviously, like, that's not what, what made it out, but that he actually wants to follow through and finish, like, all the special effects and everything for the whole nine-hour cut, like, for the future. Like, mm. he, like this 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 mfr like plans to probably release this <laughs> at some point he is dude he's, he's psycho like that man uh well who knows yeah. have you have you heard anything about the film uh part three it, or this latest one part two well this latest one i've heard good things that i i've heard it's actually worth the you know the 3d and all that kind of stuff I, I haven't gone to see it yet. I am going to go see it. This one, more so out of obligation than anything else. 
But uh, I will watch it. I will. Yeah. I'll probably check it out at some point too. I don't know if I'm gonna be rushing to go watch it, but I'll That's wait until like I'll I'll probably wait until it calms down a little bit and one of those days where I don't have anything to do and I'll just go over to the theater, watch it by myself, empty theater, and just you know try I mean, to see, see what the big deal is. It's safe to say this movie's gonna be in theaters for about a year, right? Am I you know first one was because you know he's a little weirdo like that, but come on, man, it, it, I, I'm assuming it's gonna you know be in theaters for quite quite a while yeah yeah safe to say uh last little thing i have for uh, tv movies is uh you know uh our favorite day of the week is having uh a writer's room starting up to set up for season two again i'm talking about wednesday the netflix series is uh you know getting going on their next season so uh i felt like it was obvious with how uh much it exploded and you know the popularity and you know it was trending it was all over tiktok certain scenes jenna ortega the the main uh, star of the show kind of just blew up and you know you can you see her everywhere like tv shows tiktok all over the place youtube so uh we knew it was coming but uh it's nice to, uh, to have that confirmation yeah, yeah that, that, it, it, that it's coming soon or that it's going to be worked on soon Yep. So, so yeah anything else tv movies no interesting? Uh, that's that's more your your expertise so i just chime in with my two cents <laughs> all right well i'm gonna need your two cents here coming up with gaming because uh first thing i got for gaming is we got a overwatch balance patch uh did you get to see any of this have you gotten to play any i actually played a little bit uh a little bit here and there over the last few days i actually played had a oh, nice yeah. play session earlier today oh you did today well we played what the day before yesterday mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and, and, the, and the, the the patch the patch had already gone live if i'm not mistaken right with yeah. uh, with how crazy ramatra is um yeah i'm trying to remember more or less what the other ones were i know it, it wasn't anything too crazy for most i know doomfist kind of got the shit end of the stick here uh, yeah, Doomfist, Doomfist got taken, got nerfed uh, pretty quickly when it came to uh, you know his uh, the buff that he just got because he was kind of down in the dumps. Um, excuse me, kind of got uh, uh, giga buffed, and then now very very quickly like was uh, tempered down a little bit. Orisa got a little bit of a change. Ramatra got a big buff. Uh, Sojourn got a little bit of a change. I know one of the big ones that you and I both noticed was the disruptor shot is no mm -hmm. longer going to have that slow, which, uh, you know, across the board, no matter how good you are, uh, you know, uh, Sojourn is one of those heroes that uh, allows for like a lot of uh, skill expression. Uh, you know, the better you are at FPS and aiming and stuff like that, mechanics uh, wise, you know, the better Sojourn is. Uh, versus like somebody that's not as gifted as as that uh, mechanically sound person, um, you know, it's going to be like a completely different hero uh, because it all comes down to what are you able to do with that railgun. Uh, I did get to watch a little bit of the dev uh, discussion that they had uh, on Twitch with some of the streamers talking about Sojourn, and they were talking about how they think the railgun, the spread. On the railgun that they added here, the it was it was increased 
primary fire spread increased by 28%. They said that the what they're hoping with this change is that Sojourn is going to have to be a little bit more aggressive and push in uh, to kind of negate that spread. So she can't just kind of uh, charge up that railgun from afar with a mercy problem, most likely like pocketing her and then just be able to like to use it like as a pseudo sniper. Mm. Uh, so she'll have to risk, you know, going in. And then now with the, also the, the one second added to the cooldown of the power slide, that'll be another little bit that she's going to have to be, uh, in there also with the, with the no more slowing on the disruptor shot. Uh, let, let's see how it affects her. I haven't heard too much, uh, too many things here and there, but, uh, I mean, we all knew that Sojourn needed a little bit of a change. Yeah. Uh, Tracer did get a little bit of a change. Uh, nothing too crazy, just uh, a little bit of a reduction because of some of the bug uh, bugs that they fixed, which they kind of compensated for, and now they're just kind of reverting. Uh, Ana, though, did get a change. Um, her The effect duration of her biotic grenade went up by a second, and her healing... And damage was increased by five. Um, a lot of times when you look at things like this, you probably don't think that it is a uh, a big thing. Like, oh, they're just adding plus five. Like, that's not really a big deal. But when you consider, like, you, uh, you throw a biotic grenade on one of your teammates, which amplifies the heal, and then you're pumping heals into your tank like th that fi those fives, like, really start to add up and mm -hmm. can lead to, like, break points and, like, how much... Uh, you know, I wouldn't call it DPS, but I guess heals per second that you're doing, like, as Ana. Yeah. So this might swing her back into, like, being a little bit more playable. Um, I know that's a hero that you that pretty a, a lot of us in our friend group really enjoy. So, uh, you know, Ana, hopefully Ana's back. Uh, Kiriko got a little bit of a change. Uh, you did talk about Ramatra. She, he got that big buff. And it was interesting. One of the things that uh, the devs also added in this discussion was uh, I know there's always like this big discussion whenever heroes come out that why aren't they allowed to be in uh, ranked right away? Because a lot of people just love to go straight ranked, 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 right? Um, and the guy touched on, I, uh, his name's escaping me, but he touched on that. Uh, they like to put out these heroes and kind of see where they're at and see what people are able to do with them. Because like, obviously you put it in like these guys, you put it in the hands of like uh, some of the lower tiers and then you put it in the hands of like some of the diamonds, the masters, and then you put it in the hands of like the GM players, the top 500 players, and they show you like, okay, what is like, what what is the most effective thing to do with this hero? Then from there, they're able to make some changes. And this time they were pretty aggressive in making these changes, the buffs with with uh, Ramatra and the nerfs with Doomfist. Um then he said like okay then we adjust and then we put him into ranked how we think you know where uh we think they should be based on how people are playing the character and how we want them to play the character mm -hmm. the other two things that he touched on is that uh, i know you and i talked about it a little bit uh we are going to be getting a roadhog nerf here coming uh in january uh the big nerf uh, the initial nerf is going to be he's going to lose his one-shot combo, uh, which is a hook, headshot, and uh, melee 
on like the squishy characters, which a lot of people have hated. I know there's a whole big discussion about whether one shots should be in the game at all. Uh, I think most people that are against one shots are like, you know, there shouldn't be any one shots except for like maybe Widowmaker, because obviously Widowmaker has a huge uh drawback to like being that one shot character up close you know a winston or a diva is on you and you know what can you really do unless yeah. your teammates kind of help you out and you get that peel um but yeah i mean uh hog is going to be getting nerfed in that way no more one shot but a little after that is going to be getting reworked in some in some capacity so i know you and i have discussed a little bit about what are some of the ideas uh, we could come up with and uh you know we went back i know you went back to one of those experimentals that they had where yeah, the they did some patch. yeah they did some interesting things like with his breather with his take a breather and there was like some little like uh what was it like damage mitigation there for not just him but also his teammates and yeah, it, would it throw like, like, um, like a little gas cloud on the ground or something like that yeah it was like uh think think of it as like a giant um soldier um healer right soldier soldier heal or he puts it to the ground but in this case when roadhog would heal he would throw a cloud and the cloud would have benefits you know for you which kind of fits the um which would fit the direction that overwatch 2 is going if they decide to do something like that just because you think like uh what's her name junker queen uh where she has her shout and the sure shot has a radius also you know what i mean so it would be very it would it makes sense to do something like that with Roadhog's breather in that case, at least for his, you know, his breather, where right? he takes it in and he gives uh, some sort of, whether it's armor or more heals or something like that to the teammates around you. Obviously, they can experiment like that a little bit, but if they're going to follow that trend, it makes sense. Same thing with um, Ramatra, where he throws a whatever that thing is and it goes up and he's able to bring down guys in this in this radius right so it makes sense to give roadhog some sort of radius with his breather the only thing is his hook in my opinion is actually still good like nobody else can really hook obviously there is some skill to that if they're going to take away the one shot hit it would make sense to give the hook some sort of debuff if that makes sense or it might be a little too i'm just thinking off the top of my head right now right um maybe it might be too hard to do something like that, but obviously there has to be some sort of competition, a comp, uh, some sort of, uh, what's that word? Uh, man, I just had it at the top of my tongue and I just said it. Um, compensation? Compensation, yeah. There has to be, I would think there has to be some sort of compensation in, in, you know, if you're going to take away Roadhog's uh, kit and kind of do something else. At least the one that makes sense to me, though, is the breather. Something, something like that with the breather makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, some kind of, he needs some sort of uh, mitigation, like in this world that Overwatch is now. Uh, if he's not going to be that, like, I'm just going to kill everybody myself hero anymore. Because you're right, like, his hook is still good. Because at the end of the day, it still grabs you and puts you right in front of him. Right, yeah. The man has a shotgun. And if he has teammates anywhere you're near dead. you, like, you're you're still dead. It's yeah. just not, it's just not like a... Like a one, two, three, you're dead. It's gonna be like a boom. Focus you're hooked, this guy. You shoot everybody. Everybody shoots you, and you're still dead anyway. So it, it's still good. It's just not gonna be that like boom. I had no chance. He yeah. saw me. I had no chance. Which is the frustrating thing about like the one shot stuff. Um, uh, it's funny you mentioned Junker Queen because that was uh one of the one of the content creators that was on the the little interview with the uh, with the dev. Uh, his name's Emong. I think you're familiar with him. I'm pretty sure you watched Emong yeah, for some of the like, drops. He's actually, 
as of right now, and this is again kind of for me, I don't watch any better anything or, or whatever. I, I leave all that to Rico and I just kind of play whatever Rico says. Uh, whatever what is good, what is it? He's the only guy I watch on Twitch. Uh, every time he whatever, and I'm kind of just on the internet, uh, I just click Twitch and I see his on, I just watch a couple of whatever, whatever he's doing. And I do watch him, and he's the only one I watch. So shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, in terms of like streamers, not just Overwatch, but streamers in general, like that guy is built different, man. Like he's so. Uh, I think you commented on it. Like he's so positive and he's so like, happy and uplifting. Whereas, like especially in the Overwatch community, like going, coming into, uh, you know, ending Overwatch one, coming into Overwatch two, there was a lot of like doom and gloom. Like, oh, the game to drag, whatever. But Emong, I don't know. I don't know what like extra, uh, like tank that guy has in his. Uh, in him but like that guy's just real positive and real happy and real fun to watch and that's why i watch him just because he's so he's so what's that word uh he's so wholesome he's yes. like real real wholesome and i'm just like man like i just want to watch him and he, he makes you he makes you feel inclu- included and he gets shout outs and he he kind of explains everything whereas and that's just me like again i don't I, i'm not much of a you know what's that word like i'm not a trying to um go all try hard and get mad or whatever that you know you know what i mean it's i i want to i want to take a turn and do the a good game oh you tried good job oh you did this correctly and stuff like that hey you didn't do this but let's try doing this you know and he does a lot of that which is awesome to see yeah so again that's emong that's e-m-o-n-g-g two g's i'm pretty sure so uh check him out if you're a tank player like he's awesome on twitch uh he did ask about junker queen because that's one of the other tanks that has been needing a little bit of love and uh the devs only response was mid-season really mid-season patch for junker queen so junker queen is gonna get some kind of buff mid-season patch she does she does need a buff which is strange because when she first came out obviously her shot was just something else where it felt like god so um whereas now i don't really see her anymore strangely enough yeah very rarely but uh, but yeah, we're gonna get a hog nerf and a jungle queen buff coming soon. So jumping over to I don't I don't know if you've ever heard of this. There was a trailer for this uh, I guess collection called Mega Man Battle Network Legacy, and it's supposed to be coming to modern consoles April fourteenth, twenty twenty three. There was a little trailer. I'm not familiar with it, but I heard from a little bird that you know a little bit about this. So uh, did you check out this trailer? Uh, was there anything? I watched it briefly. Uh, I didn't know anything about what I was watching because I'm not familiar with this at all. But, uh, I mean, it's coming. Yeah, I did see the trailer. Uh, it wasn't very long. It was, a, it was a minute and 30 seconds or so, maybe close to two minutes. But the highlights were, and this again, this is why I remember the because I don't have it here in front of me. Or actually, no, I can just go real quick and check another thing, right? You have it over here somewhere? Um. The big thing was, obviously, and this is one of the things that me and Cornelia were, were kind of talking about, hoping it had this mechanic, just because it's just to kind of decide a who's, you know, who's who at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So they do have rank. They're going to have comp. They're going to have rank. They're going to have quick play. That's exactly what we wanted. We, we did want those online uh, functions and capabilities, so we are getting those. So that was great to see. Uh, we are, you can also trade chips. That was one of the other things I remember. You can trade chips, so get whatever chips you want. You can like just like Pokemon. Roots? Huh? Like Doritos? Yes. Like Lay's and Fritos. and uh, <laughs> nah. No, in this case, 
you were you were going to be able to uh, trade chips, meaning you're going to be able to um, trade chips via games in the same game. I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to trade styles because from part was it part three or four? You get the, your Mega Man gets these things called styles, which change what he's able to do without having to use a chip. It's, it's just kind of like a different costume, if you would, a costume with benefits, a costume with uh, um, powers, right? So you're, you're going to be able to trade styles, and then you're also going to be able to trade programs. And part was a part five, four or five, also. Uh, you're able to customize how you want your Mega Man. If you want to build a tanky Mega Man, you would put this program that offers more HP, that offers defense. If you want it to be a more attack style Mega Man, you would include this program that's more attack, right? His buster does uh, one damage, two more damage, does three more damage, uh, uh, it fires faster. So you're also going to be able to trade programs. And again, so that is, you're going to trade, you can trade chips, styles, and programs. Chips across every game, meaning part one and part one, two, two, three, three, all the way to part five, six. And then you're going to be able to trade styles and programs for the respective games. And then you're also going to be able to compare libraries and records. So that's also cool. Uh, meaning you can find somebody online. You can find a friend of yours. You can start comparing, you know, what your records are, what chips you have, what you've done, what you've done and haven't done. Uh, so, yeah, that was the big, big feature, though, was the public match and private match and the rank battles. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, when I saw actually... the when I saw the private match, I said, "Oh, oh, we're we're gearing up for a pay per view." Yeah, and and honestly, like, don't be surprised because when part one, I still remember the, a lot of the re reviews for these games. A lot of the part one was very positive, very positive. You're talking eighties, eights, uh, you know, high eighties stuff like that. But then when the sequel started coming out, the game, the 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 reviews were always sixes, sixes, fives, sixes. But the main complaint was. It's more the same. It's more the same. In my case, I was like, hey, that's what I want, baby. It's more the I wanted all this thing. I, I didn't want all these drastic things. You know what I mean? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and, we, and we loved them. We, I played them all. I think Cornelio stopped at part four, but I've played all of them, almost every version. I'm, I'm actually going to, get to, I'm going to get to play the versions I didn't get to play, which is about three of the games that I didn't get to kind of touch on. Um, so... We're going to get all those things. We're getting all those things in one collection. And don't be surprised if this Mega Man, because it does, I, I wouldn't go as far as to call it a niche fan base. But aside from Mega Man X, this, is, this one right here, is, this one does have a pretty awesome fan base. And I hope that the ranked matches and the public matches takes this game off the, this game off the ground and propels it to a whole new... You know, I want to see great things from this franchise because I want to see a Mega Man Battle Network Part 7 and I want to see more of this. I really, really do. This was, I know they came out with Star Force after the fact because they did, they did kind of wrap up uh, Lan, who's the main character in this one. They kind of wrapped up his story. They even kind of gave a little, they skipped, it came with like a five second epilogue, but it's okay if they go back and do it again. It doesn't matter to me. I want to see more of this style and more of this game because, again, it's going to be amazing. And day one buy for me, hands down. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to try and speed run the rest of uh, our gaming news because we're, we're, we still have a lot of news to cover, especially in anime. Okay. So uh, just uh, I'll, I'll speed run it. And at the end, you give me your comments and stuff like that. Uh, we got uh, 12 minutes. I don't know if you're familiar with 12 minutes, the game, but uh, they did adapt it into like a Netflix game. 
I don't know if you've tried any of the Netflix like interactive stuff or anything like that yet, Mm-mm. but they did it. They did adapt it into a Netflix game, and it is starring Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy, and William Dafoe. So I mean, what a cast! Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it is a game in which you're stuck like in a time loop, and you kind of the game. I haven't played it, but I've heard really great things. That you have to try and get work your way out of it. So it makes sense why why that like lends itself to like be a game. Uh, we did get some updates for Hogwarts Legacy. The developers showed off what they called the Dark Arts Battle Arena. And it was an area included uh, in the deluxe version of the game. And in this area, you got to use like Avada Kedavra, Crucio, and some other curses. Uh, and we did learn that you also are going to have free access to these spells within the game. So if you can Avada Kedavra someone, that means you're going to be able to kill people. Yeah. So, I did see uh, that. If you know, if you know of Harry Potter, like you know what that spell does. So I mean, uh, one step closer to us, like being able to be dark wizards, which is like something we've all been hoping for with yeah. this game. Uh, Amazon Games, another Amazon uh, little tidbit, is going to be publishing the next Tomb Raider game, which I believe is going to be part four in this series. Um, if it is from this series, I, I, as far as I understand, it is going to be a continuation of these. Uh, Last three Tomb Raiders that we got, New Age. Um, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is going to launch on PS5 in the fall of uh, 2023. Um, Guerrilla, I think, I I don't know how you say it, but it's spelled a little different. But Guerrilla is working on an online-based co-op set in the Horizon universe. Uh, Last little thing of news I have is the next seven-star terror raid for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has been announced. We will be battling against the uh, fighting terror-type Cinderace, which I'm sure you're super excited for, Marcus. Yes. Uh, This is going to be another one that is going to have two different times where you're going to be able to do it. Uh, The first one is going to be from December 30th through the 1st. Then it's going to be from January 13th through January 15th. So you'll have two different times to be able to get this. To un- Again, like I talked about it with the Charizard stuff in the past, you're going to have to finish the game, and there's a couple of post-game things you have to f- do before you can unlock these seven-star raids in uh, these latest Pokemon uh, games. So uh, you have plenty of time. It's uh, Again, it's going to be on the 30th will be the first one, and then I'll remind you again later down the road uh when that starts and when it finishes. And then I'll remind you again about uh, when the second one starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on any of those that you want to chime in? I mean, just uh, the Cinderace one was big to, me, big to me. And again, I know when the Charizard came out, I was like, oh, I was kind of bummed out with the Charizard. But then I saw, I didn't see that Cinderace was going to be the next one. I was like, oh my God, Cinderace. And uh, I know what Gen 8 kind of does have that stigma that people are always like, oh, whatever about. But it's uh, it's the generation that brought, brought me back into Pokemon. And, and Cinderace was my starter, and I fell in love with Pokemon all over again because of that. And I, I only missed one generation, don't get me wrong, but it had been about five or six years since I had gone back into it. So Cinderace, that, that's, you know, Ampharos number one, Cinderace is up there, top three. So I'm, I'm super excited, and uh, I'm halfway through the game. I'm on, what, there's 18, I'm on 11. 12, I'm on 12, so I'm almost done. Um, but again, because of circumstances and stuff, I haven't been able, but I'm definitely... Just because of that bad boy right there, I'm going to go back and finish it. That's about it. Uh, I think that's about it, right? I know you mentioned Spider-Man, but I'll get more to Spider-Man later on. Part two uh, down the road. And yeah, about it. Um, yeah, it seems like th- it seems like uh, the first big seven-star raid was a starter. Second big se- uh, seven-star raid was a starter. Both fire starters. 
So uh, there's the one thing that makes people nervous is Incineroar. Because Incineroar is ridiculously strong as a starter. So if they're going to continue going the fire route, then that's one that I'm sure a lot of people are probably nervous about because of how he dominates like uh, online play. <clears throat> but uh, I guess this probably means that down the line, we're probably going to be getting all our starters in this way. Mm. So, uh, you know, you know which one I'm waiting for. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yes, right. yes. I, I don't know. I know which one. I know which one. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So because Marcus wants to be a smart ass, we're not doing anime this week. <laughs> we're listening. Later, guys. <laughs> All right, so jumping over into anime, um, the first thing I have, which was a big surprise to me, but actually a welcome one, um, we have Netflix is set to produce a Hollywood live-action film adaptation of My Hero. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, "Is this real?" Yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to grasp my head around, my head around that one. You see, but uh, what a time for them to announce it announce this because my hero has been popping off lately i know you hyped up this season like dude just wait just wait this season this season this season and it has not disappointed (laughs) i almost got a tear like in my eye watching this latest episode uh and it's just unfortunate that uh it seems like all these big things that have been popping off that uh spy family um mob psycho um Chainsaw Man are all kind of coming to an end, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, we're going to get more of those. So it's not, you know, it's just they're coming to an end for a little while, which is always a good thing. I know, you know, some people like the wait and the anticipation. So. Yeah. So up next, we have uh, Near Automata and the Misfit of Demon King Academy Season 2 will be streaming on Crunchyroll on January 7th. So I know Nier is one that uh, you know out of the coming from the video game universe. Uh, I know you you love that game. Uh, did you play the second one? Not yet, but I have it. Again, my backlog's huge. And I, to be fair, I didn't play Nier Automata until three years after its release. So, and I loved it nonetheless. Yeah, so I know that's one you have to be looking at. I'm not familiar with the the Demon King Academy, but uh, you know anything about that one? Yes, I've seen season one. That's uh, Anos Voldigold, who's amazing. And it was a little, it's a little, I don't want to say cliche, but I did have fun with it. I did. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, the, the next news I have was uh, started off as a leak, but I think it was confirmed. I'm not sure if the date was confirmed, but it was confirmed later that Sasuke Retsuden manga will be receiving an anime adaptation. And... The official announcement said that it was going to be in January, um, which is right around the corner. And uh, the leak said that it's supposed to be the 8th. I'm not sure. I didn't see a confirmation of a day in the official post, but uh, January. Uh, look out for that Sasuke manga. Uh, sticking with Bor- with the Naruto universe, we did get confirmation that the Boruto anime code arc is confirmed to begin broadcast in February of 2023. So that's one that, you know, we've been waiting. Uh, us as manga readers, we've been waiting for people to be able to see. Those of our friends that only watch and don't read. Um, because that's that's where stuff starts to get good. 
Um, Kaiju number eight, anime scheduled for 2024. So that one is still uh, about a year out at the very least. Uh, we did get a little trailer for that one too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Kaiju number eight, that's going to be one that's going to be a... Uh, what you call it? That's, that gonna, one's, that one's going to take... Be another Chainsaw Man? Like another... That, uh, I think it, that's going to be another Spy Family. So yes. <laughs> yes, yes it is. So be prepared for that one. It's going to be up there with Spy Family, Blue Lock, Chainsaw Man, all of those. So Kaiju number eight has been talked about. The manga is already exceeding uh, you know, millions of copies of sales. It's it's gonna blow people's minds, and it's production IG. Those guys are amazing. If you're, uh, uh, they're the ones who did a uh, uh, um, what's your, what's uh, IQ IQ, right? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Let me double check before I give false information. I'm almost sure. And again, usually, again, I remember some. I remember tidbits like that. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not right. Let me see. I'm looking real quick, just because I don't want to be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be sad. Ah, uh, oh, wait, no. Yes, I'm right. How do you like that one? Yes, it is projection IG. <laughs> I was looking at. I was like, wait a second. I, said, I, I was looking at the wrong one. I was looking at Sentai Filmworks. But yes, projection IG. Uh, projection IG does do haiku. So it, they're gonna do uh, kaiju number eight. So you can expect the animation, especially if they give it the raw, to be top quality. And yes, we do love uh, monsters, Rico. So uh, oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna get monsters, baby. Big monsters. Awesome. Count me in. Now, this, uh, this other one is a, a little bit of a bittersweet announcement. Uh, the final chapter in the Ash and Pikachu story is coming. Um, it's going to be 11 episodes scheduled for January 13th in Japan. And the title of this uh, specific part of the Pokemon series is going to be Pokemon Aim to Become a Master. Um, we did get a little bit of a trailer here. Uh, we talked about the possibility of about something like this happening a good while back about uh, whether or not they would ever retire Ash. Well, that day is here. Uh, in 2023, Ash and Pikachu will be ending their run. I'm sure it's, well, it's not the last time we see them, but uh, as the protagonists of the Pokemon series. Uh, we did get a lot of uh, little special moments hinted in the uh trailer that we got i'm sure there's going to be a lot of really emotional things that are going to happen uh there was a reunion in particular that uh i remember the last time i saw this pokemon i cried like a baby uh by to be fair you, you you were what seven eight years old maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh yeah I, I didn't watch that episode last week so <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, and with this, we also got news that we're going, they're going to be introducing a new series with two new characters, uh, named Liko and Roy, which are all, which, uh, this new series is also going to feature, we don't have a title yet, but it's also going to feature the Paldia starters. So they're going to be starting gen nine with two new characters. Um, you know, uh, Obviously, they have big shoes to fill. People are going to miss Ash. People are going to miss Pikachu. Um, so I'm sure initially there's going to be a lot of backlash and stuff like that. But the good thing about starting fresh is, you know, you have new backstory to give with these characters. You have mm -hmm. new paths. You have new types of people. Um, so 
the possibilities of a fresh start with a fresh start are endless. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and what better way for Ash to go out than on top? You know, he yeah. finally got that elusive uh, championship and, uh, you know, he's going to wrap it up, I'm sure, in glorious fashion uh, based on some of these uh, little tidbits that we saw in the trailer. And, uh, you know, we get to start uh, anew with two new characters. And if you and and honestly, if, if you're if you just want to wrap it up with Ash and Pikachu, you could do that, too. Yeah. Um, do you do you, do you really think this is going to be met with some backlash? I think so. I think there has to be because as soon as if, if any if in any way there's going to be like if, if if in any way like it gets a little bit stale or stuff like that, which you know something is not going to be like top tier all the time. Uh, it, I would think like people are going to say, oh, they should they should just bring back Ash. Like, dude, where's Ash? Like, I want Pikachu. Or, you know, people always resist change. Mm. Uh, but, and I mean, to be fair, there was so many different stories for Ash and Pikachu. But, I mean, now that they won, like, what do they do from there? Really? Like, realistically? I think, uh, um, I think the opposite, actually. I think because they gave Ash closure, because it's been 25 years, and... Because, you know, just the way he went out and the way they're going to wrap it up, I think there's going to be a closure enough to where, not that it's going to be met with backlash, but I think people might be feel a little bit more open to actually accept these new protagonists just because they didn't do Ash wrong in any way. It just took him, you know, he's been 10 years old for 25 years and, you know. They did him wrong for 24 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. But in, they the, did. But in the 25th hour, he came through. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't. I, I I'm pretty uh, optimistic uh, with these with this new series coming in. And again, my thing was like to hell with Ash. I was like, but what about Pikachu? <laughs> that was my thing. Like Pikachu's a mascot. Like what the hell? Are you what, what, like you know what I mean? Like that was my big thing. That was my initial reaction when I thought like when I heard oh no more Ash. I said oh shit. It wasn't oh no more Ash. It was no no. What about Pikachu? You know what about Ash's Pikachu? You know what I mean? Like that's that to me was you're not gonna have the staple Pokemon who's been. The staple Pokemon in an anime series. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think it's more so that you know, of course, Pokemon fans are 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 a different breed. Oh, ruthless! <laughs> yeah. So there's gonna be those people that are gonna be uh, upset with the change, and uh, I a think <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be more so that they have very big shoes to fill. Yeah, because twenty five years of this of the you know with this character, uh, in all types of iterations, you know, uh, with all kinds of teams across all types of regions, you know, we had uh, you know all kinds of stories with Ash, uh, with different partners and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, spanning generations, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he was a, a gateway for a lot of uh, fans and stuff like that. I mean. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's natural with change that there's going to be some backlash. Yeah. I think because I think, I, I personally think that they do a very good job writing uh, their shows and their episodes and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, changing and keeping stuff fresh. Music is always good. 
um the way they incorporate especially here like with the with the success that uh, scarlet and violet has had now that they're going to be introducing like some of the characters and some of the pokemon and we're going to get to see them on tv and stuff like that or on netflix most likely um it's going to be great but uh i I do feel like they're it, it, it might not be like huge like like giant story backlash but there's gonna be backlash just mm. for the sake of change yeah as I long as we get at um, the very least as uh, all i'm asking for is uh you know youtube pokemon short style animation that's all i want the 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 characters look really nice yes they do so, yes they do so uh i'm excited yeah that's a, you know i'm asking for too much <laughs> yeah uh, <I> <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Because because the because the last round of little shorts is was crazy. No, it was done by Wit Studios, so go figure. Yeah. So uh next couple of things that I had were uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime, Scarlet Bond is heading to theaters in the US and Canada on January twentieth. Uh we did talk about uh, the success that that's having overseas, so it's uh coming over pretty soon. Black Clover, Sword of the Wizard King, coming to Netflix on March 31st. Jujutsu Kaisen, Season 2, scheduled for July 2023. Mm, Spy Family, Anime Season 2, and Movie, officially announced for 2023. Uh, Roni Kenshin, Anime scheduled for 2023. Mashal, Magic and Muscles, scheduled for April 2023. Now, a lot of these, uh, I think from Slime or maybe, no, maybe from Black Clover, Jujutsu, Spy Family, Roni Kenshin, Mashal are all coming out of uh, Jump Festa, which was, uh, we've been talking about that it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. That was this past weekend. So uh, those are just, just some of the things that caught my eye. I know there's a, a couple other things that also uh, Marcus wanted to talk about. Uh, so first, do you have anything to say about any of those little things? What are you probably most anticipating? Everything. Or maybe is it not one of those things or <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything, everything. Uh, my, my big question coming out of here is uh, two things. Uh, Spy family movie. Yes. Huh? And that's, and, and honestly, again, the, in that case, the, uh, the manga is no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not, that's nowhere near finished, but it's still ongoing. So the movie might just be either, they, they might either something Original? in the manga. It, yeah, it could, well, it could be an original movie or it can be something that happens in the manga that's big time. So it's one or the other. Uh, that's actually one of the mangas I stayed away from purposely. And and that's a big deal because I do, you know, read everything that I get my hands on and especially if I enjoy it. Uh, so it might either be original or it might be something that's big in the manga. But nonetheless, it's not because it's over, it's ending, anything like that. It's obviously because my family is huge, very, very big. So... Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, the other thing that caught my eye, uh, Roroni Kenshin. I have heard a lot about it, but I know zero. Zero? You know zero about it, really? Yeah. So I, I just, I've heard of the name, but I, I know zero about it. And I've heard a lot. Like, I've heard the name a lot, but I don't know anything about it. Could you fill me in? Like, I know this is an older anime, right? Yes, Roni Kenshin is actually one of the ones from the uh, and I and I've talked about it before in in our podcast, right? That it was uh, a manga from the night the middle ninety uh, about ninety four ninety five. It its original run ended in nineteen ninety nine. The it was never really given a proper ending 
uh, people do count Samurai X, like Samurai X, that's what the sequel is called, but it's not canon. And I, I, the creator does go on air and say, like, no, this that is not canon. That's not something that you should be focusing on because Roni Kenshin dies in the non-canon version, and he feels like it, he should have had a proper death. Now, the issue with the... It's that one. That's the one. Yes, then I do. You, you have talked about this. Yes. That I remember. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in this one, actually, he... Um, what was it? What was it? Uh, where was I going with this? In the anime, season one and two are amazing. Well, in this case, season one and two of the DVDs, because this has never been released in Blu-ray. So what you have on DVD isn't what you have on DVD, and they're each about 70, 80 bucks a season. Third season was not canon. So the anime never actually fleshed out the story that the manga gave. Uh, we didn't get, we got an OVA in 2011, 2012 with the new Kyoto arc. Uh, but aside from that, we haven't gotten anything really Kenshin. So I'm hoping this time around, our boy, you know, uh, Kenshin, they also call him Potosai uh, the Manslayer in the, in the English version of the original anime, uh, does come, and he has a reverse switchblade sword. Uh, it's a reverse blade because he used to be an assassin, killed everybody and did everything. He had a change of heart, so now he wields a reverse blade sword. Uh, it's like, and he follows the philosophy where he doesn't kill anybody anymore. He, he doesn't believe in death. So he just basically takes out people using his sword. Unless he gets real pissed, and he'll flip it over, and people piss him off, you know, and stuff like that. So it's amazing. It's awesome. This is actually one of the... This anime in particular kind of inspired me to actually look more into the uh, Magi era of Japan. And I did a little bit of... Well, this was growing up. I kind of started looking into more of the history of that era. Of that, uh, era. Um, you ever, remember that movie... Um, uh, well, Tom Cruise, <laughs> uh, The Last Samurai. Last Samurai? No. Yes. Okay. Remember that one? Now, mm-hmm. in The Last Samurai, strange enough, it, it, it's around. It's more or less around the same area. You know, not not too too crazy, but it's more or less around that time period. Uh, samurais were becoming extinct, right? Uh, this made way for gunpowder, right? Guns started coming into the picture here. Bombs, right? Um, because of the of, of the U.S. and their um, what's it called their influence on Japan at the time. In the Last Samurai, very similar, very similar. A lot of things. Have you seen the movie, by the way? No. No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Samurai, yes. Yeah, it, it was very similar to that. Where, as far as like the plot and the concepts, where you know, gun gunpowder takes over the samurai era, and, and you know, so the Roni Kenjin takes place during that time, while our samurai here is trying to live a noble life. So he does meet Miss Kaoru, and if the boy, if if, if the voice actor, he, he sounds like Yoda, dude. So it's it's something that i am looking forward to and honestly out of all the ones that have been said roni kenshin in this case is the one i'm most looking forward to so i do say everything but if i were to pick one roni kenshin roni kenshin roni kenshin because that's awesome and again we haven't had something like that since the 90s so it'd be i'm curious to see and what direction it goes in awesome Uh, i know you had a couple other things that caught your eye so uh you want to touch a little bit on those things yeah so Everything. Nah, I'm joking. Uh, I know Jump Festa, and I, I had talked to Rico a while back about, oh, I wish there was a website that kind of gave a lot of things, and because there, there was a lot of things announced. Um, if you go to AnimeCorner.me, they do have a Jump Festa all announcement highlights. It's not completely as of right now up to date, but it has mostly, 90, 95% of the stuff that has been announced. Uh, some of the things that kind of caught my eye, uh, Chain Soldier looked interesting. Uh, we did have a more of, well, I'm just going to kind of 
basically go off the ones I just posted. That that fair enough? Because I know there there was some bits about Chainsaw Man and uh, Moriarty, the Patriot, Undead Unluck, uh, but those kind of got release dates. Well, one Undead Unluck got a release date where the other ones just kind of had some bit, you know, a little small tidbit of news. But uh, Undead Unluck did get a release date for 2023. Totally forgot the month it was in. Uh, the ones I have here are One Piece. The One Piece Phil's original character, Uda. She's actually, and we knew she was canon. I, it was around the internet that it was canon. She was an original character to the film Red, the One Piece film Red. But she is to appear on the One Piece TV anime on Christmas. So that makes her officially canon by coming on the anime and being part of the story. Yay! So I know people are very excited about that. That way? nice that's awesome yeah i know and and again her concept her design was amazing so i know that's something that you know it's great to see um next up dr stone new world anime now keep in mind the last thing that came out was that uh one episode special so this is a continuation of that we are getting a i guess this would be considered season three uh confirmed for april 2023 so dr stone awesome breath of fresh air you know science makes the world go round uh this is actually one uh, one of the anime that kind of inspired one of the questions I have for our discussion, Rico. So be on the lookout for that. Um, next, Hell's Paradise, Jiga Kuraku is getting also April 2023. April 2023 is going to be huge, by the way, because this is another big one. This is actually one of the shorter mangas, so don't be surprised if we get maybe one, maybe two seasons, and they really want to stretch it out of this one. But this is, again, Samurais. But in this case, think of Samurais who are, you know, criminals. They go to an island to and meant to die on this island, but they are looking for a treasure. That's their punishment. So our boy here, um, our accompany. These criminals are accompanied by samurai who are part of the government agency who are to ensure that you know their death. So it's gonna be that. That's gonna be a great one. So get ready for that. Uh, this one's actually gonna excite some people. Blue Exorcist gets a new TV anime series, and the reason that's such a big deal is because when this anime season one first came out, it was popular, but it wasn't popular enough, or as people thought, to ever get a second season. I thought the first season was amazing. Now, the reason being is because the last few episodes of the first season were kind of lackluster, if I remember correctly, not actually part of the anime. It did get a season two. 10 years later and what early 20 2010 11 it might have been 2011 and 2012 or something like that um let me look at it up real quick just because that is important to the um bit i'm gonna get to right now let me see let me see so yeah uh 2011 early 2011 the second 2017 so it was seven years later so six seven years later where it finally got a season two now the reason that's just a big deal is because nobody thought it was gonna get a season three because season two didn't do very well well guess what blue exorcist season three is getting a tv series well actually i don't know if it's season three all they said is a new tv series so whether they're going to remake the old one or get a season three still not sure pretty sure it's season three but again we'll you know we'll see more or less where this comes up now there are a lot of copies of this manga out there it's done very 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 well uh, i'm surprised it took so long for this one to get another season but and, the, and again the reason to me it's such a big deal is that it it never felt like it did any good you know nobody ever talked about it there was always something coming out to overshadow it and when season two came out it overshadowed it again this one the first five episodes will capture will capture it, 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 if you don't like it after the first Three, four episodes, it's not for you. But you will know if you like it after the first three episodes. Yeah. So, okay. so for, 
Anything else? Anything on that? Or do you have anything to say? Or no, no. All right. Well, I got two more. Kuroko's basketball film gets 4D screenings in Japan for its 10th anniversary. I know some people were kind of upset about this one, but for me, always a little sliver of hope. Why? Because if this thing does very, very, very well, again, money talks, right? I wouldn't put it past them because they did say that they're going to continue with announcements, not announcements, but there's going to be more Kuroko stuff coming out all the way up until March. So it's not totally absurd to hold my breath for something else question mark right yeah i'm I'm not i'm I'm, maybe i'm you know expecting or wanting something like that but way to to get me excited i'm just saying dude the fact again the fact that the film and this is a film the one where they go against the 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 street team from the from america uh they're getting a 4d screening you know i'm kind of curious what that even means because you know 4d trying to they kind of do the whole you know what is it touch they the appeal to your senses all five of your senses you know what i mean so yeah. it's interesting um but yeah so and then next one and this is actually my last one magic and muscles uh, magic and muscles is a, uh, what april 2023 premiere also we did get a key visual again this is harry potter on steroids so if you're a fan of steroids or harry potter probably one you want to catch or you want to watch um other than that, I think that's about it. I'm just going through this list real quick to check one more time. Uh, well, there, there is one other one, Mission, uh, Yozakura Family. I know that was actually one of the ones that people were anticipating. Uh, we are getting a re- 2024 premiere day. I believe we mentioned that a while back. Silver Link will be animating that. This one did get a special shout out here in the um, uh, Jump Festa. Um, I think that's about it. I'm going down here, and I think we've talked about these a while back. We've talked about these a couple of podcasts ago, but I think I think that's kind of more or less about it uh, for for me, anyways. Now, again, if you want to check out the full list and kind of see, you know, more or less what you might like, or maybe I missed something um, that you were expecting, you can always just go to again AnimeCorner.me. There will be a article there that says Jump Fest to all announcements, so you can click on that and check it out for yourself. Well, I did just that, and the only thing for me was uh, IQ. I was hoping for a little bit more progress, but they did say that they're having their uh, they're gonna have a kickoff event for the movies, uh, the the two the set of movies uh, in August. So, I'm still waiting for more IQ uh, news, so uh, like manga news, because that's that's one that I would like to see more of, and yeah. more in a. Uh, because I'm trying to think. Oh, I, I won't say anything. I don't want to ruin it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm about to say something too, dude. I was about, I was about, it was real, real soccer-esque. Yeah, I was going down that line, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because right in front of me, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but I did see this earlier and it came onto my uh, timeline again. So I want to share this with you. I'm going to DM it to you right now uh, in case you haven't seen it. I hope you haven't seen it because it's going to... It's pretty awesome, but uh, the um, the guy from Blue Lock. That's dope. Just uh, made this. Oh no! This is by the guy from Awashi. Awashi, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, this, is, that, this, is that not Blue Lock? No, no. Awashi is a totally different anime than Blue Lock. I, I always compare the two. Awashi is more team oriented, where Blue Lock is the hey, we're gonna have the best striker in the world. Everybody else can. Yeah, I saw soccer. I thought Blue Lock. I was wrong. Yeah, this is Awashi, and he looks just like 
um, one of the characters, he just said this character has uh, Messi has a beard in this illustration. He looks like uh, what's his name? Koba. Uh, uh, it's not gonna come to me. I'm gonna look it up because it's not gonna be too Kobayashi. 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 No, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Well, anyways, yeah. That might be the creator, but he, he reminds me just he reminds me of one of the characters, like crazy. Um, but yeah, that's an awesome picture. Yeah, I th- I thought it was awesome, especially you know with the day. Um, Bayashi is his name. That's his name. Yeah, that's close. But, but speaking of Blue Lock, I did watch the first episode, and man, it was intense. What you what what you think? What you think? I told you right. We're at the end. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 that's that's pretty. You're pretty spot on, <laughs> dude. That that first episode there at the end when he does again, I'm not spoiler, but when he does that that shit at the end, where um again, this is our boy uh the one I told you were gonna, but like um where he passed it to him and you're, you're gonna knock this guy out, you know, and you're just like oh damn, you know, you don't expect it. It's awesome, but you're gonna love all the characters, dude. Like I I really have my favorites. Um. I did catch up with the manga on that one. Unfortunately, I caught up. Uh, super sad, but it's at, it's on a great part right now, and it's just intense. Like you can feel the intensity uh, where it's at. But I'm glad you saw, I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you saw the first episode. Yeah, it was good. Uh, honestly, for me, like at the part where they're all like being presented like with this opportunity, and they're kind of like nah, and then that changes real quick. <laughs> oh, everybody yeah. Just, everybody just starts sprinting like, nah, nah, it's me. It's me. I'm the I'm that dude. I'm that dude. And just, man, what a concept. Like, and it's I'm- great because you're going to, you're going to get a, a lot of characters. You're going to be introduced to a lot of characters. Kind of very similar to like Haikyuu where you introduce a character later on and you like some of them, you don't like some of them. This one, you're going to be introduced to a lot, dude. And you get to kind of pick and choose what you like and don't like. And again, don't get too attached, man, because you don't know which ones are leaving. <laughs> well, well, yeah. And, and the other thing is like, the other thing that is like, if you like, if you like the main character, like there's other characters you're going to like, but can you trust them? <laughs> oh, do I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, I, I think he, as far as I know, at the end of the day, they're looking to narrow it down to five, right? And then from the five, I would imagine they're going for the one. Mm-hmm. So, because he mentions that they're going to have five people at some point, like, participating in some games. Well, and, then, and then obviously, like, he did say, like, and the end goal was to make one person, like, among the all-time greats. You and see, they talked about Pele, which was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, they mentioned a lot of the uh, a lot of the greats. Even later on, um, they start mentioning like club teams. They don't. I, I don't think they can do it word for word. I guess I don't know if it's copyright or uh, you know they'd have to pay money or something like that. But they do make a lot of uh, allusions to players and and clubs and stuff like that. So that's awesome to make it, it, like that that reality stuff. It's a, it's a great one, dude. So all I'm gonna say is Nagi, 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 Nagi. Guy's amazing. Okay, well I'll, I'll remember that name. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Anything else you want to talk no, about? No, no, that that is all for me. And again, I'm, I'm glad we got we got to talk about anime a lot most of this time around. Um, because a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff to look forward to. I can't wait because I was hyping up, you know, fall and winter for a long time, or in this case, winter. Um, but in april 2023 what that would be a spring season that one's just gonna be it's gonna be just as good just as good awesome 
Well, with that said, thanks for listening. Uh, we should have a discussion up uh, either late Monday or maybe Tuesday. early Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Depending. We're looking to have a guest on. So we're trying to get it scheduled just right uh, so that we can have uh, this uh, conversation, which Marcus is leading the charge on. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to throw our way. Yeah, and again, interview format seems to work. I know every time we do the interview format, it's kind of have. I know Rico has a lot of fun whenever I kind of just ask these, you know, without I wouldn't say outlandish, but you know, Rico at the Rico curveball every here, every you know, once in a while and stuff like that. So, yeah. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Marks. Yeah, the guys uh, again. Thank you again. We apologize for last week on discussion. You know, life does come up, unfortunately. Uh, but glad to be back with you. I hope you look forward to our discussion next week. If you haven't checked out our previous discussions, and again, you can actually find those on rss.com, uh, Spotify. You can check those out. You can also check out our recaps, uh, touching base on the news that we've talked about, you know, for the last few weeks or so, or last month, just in case you missed anything. But other than that, thank you for joining us. I hope you look forward to our discussion tomorrow. All right, you guys have a good one. We'll see you.